Hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to be interviewing my mom, Laura, and my grandpa. We're going to be talking a bit about their life as a child and their parents' life and overall their family history in general. Hi, my name is Thomas, and today I'm going to be interviewing my mom. Mom, could you please introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Laura, and I'm Thomas's mom. All right, so mom, what did your family do when you were a kid? Do you mean for fun? or Like just jobs or hobbies? So my mom, Lynn, uh, did not work when we were little, but she always had a job when I was older. It was always a part-time job um, because she needed to be around for me and Chris, my sister. Um, She was a real estate agent for a while. She worked for Century 21 and had to wear a bright yellow blazer. Um, No, she worked for Merrill Lynch. That's incorrect. Um, She worked in a print shop is what I mostly remember. It was called Ben Franklin Print Shop. Um, And I remember she made some really good friends there. And sometimes on the weekends and after school, she would let me come in and work um, for extra money, folding and collating and things like that. Um, dad worked for the defense intelligence agency. Um, and he worked with, um, attaches who worked in Southeast Asia. So, um, he worked a lot. He traveled a lot. Um, but I think he had a really interesting career. Did you all have to move around with him? Nope. We never moved. Um, I was born in Thailand, um, right around the end of the Vietnam war. And they moved, um, Right, right after I was born, they moved back to the United States, and we moved to Woodbridge, Virginia, to this little townhouse in this cute little community, and we lived there until I was five, and when I was five, we moved to Springfield, and that was right when I started preschool, um, and that's where I lived growing up my entire life. Um, I remember one time they, th- they mentioned they might move to Germany. And I got really upset and put up a big fuss um, (laughs) because I did not want to move. And then when I was in college, when I was a sophomore in college, I think, um, dad got a job opportunity in Hawaii. And so they moved um, to Honolulu, but I was in college, so it's a little different. All right. So when you were a kid, did your parents believe in having a strong education or did you go to a good school? Oh, yeah. they, um, They were strong proponents obviously, of, of a good education, and they believed strongly in the public school system. Um, I'm fairly certain they chose the house that we moved into because it was in a really good school district. Um, it was Fairfax County. I went to great schools. Um, I grew up right across the street from my elementary school, so I could walk there. And then I took a bus to middle school and a bus, and I drove to high school. Uh, but my high school was big. It was 526 people in my graduating class. So a couple thousand kids in school. Could you please talk about your ancestors and where they came from? My ancestors. So dad's family, um, Dennis Delpino, the Delpinos, his parents, uh, my paternal grandparents were Milton Christine Delpino, um, otherwise known as Grammy and Grandpa. Um, Grandpa was totally Italian. Um, 
his given name was <laughs> Emilio Duilio Dalpino. <laughs> I think he changed it to Milton. What what is his middle name? Milton Dewey Dalpino. <laughs> um, and Grammy's family, I think, was German. Grammy's name was Della Christine Mead, M-E-A-D. Um, I think they were German. And I believe Grammy and Grandpa met in Idaho. Um, but I'm sure when you talk to Dad, he can give you the details on that, Pops. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom's family, my mother's family, the Turners, um, are, I think, English by, you know, um, by descendancy. Um, she grew up in the Midwest. Um, and I believe her parents grew up in the Midwest. Um, as you know, we still have that beautiful family farm out in Missouri. So mom, after you graduated from high school, where'd you go to college and how'd you end up moving to Richmond? So I went to such a big high school, like I said, that I knew I wanted to go to a smaller college. Um, and everybody in our family went to Texas Christian University in Fort Worth. That's where mom and dad met. And that's where my sister Chris went. Um, and I knew I did not want to go to Texas and I did not want to go to a big school. Um, I wanted to stay closer to home, but not too close. Um, And I wanted a small liberal arts school. So I went to Randolph-Macon College in Ashland, um, which was amazing. It was 1,100 students. It was very small. Um, And I loved it. I didn't know anybody from high school. So it was like starting fresh. I studied um, a lot of different things, but I landed on um, majoring in English and minoring in journalism. Um, which I just loved and I learned so much and had great experiences. I, my senior year, I did an internship at Richmond Magazine um, over the January term. And I got to write articles and work on ad production and things like that. Um, And I guess they liked me enough that they offered me a job. So, and that was in Richmond. So it was about a, you know, 20, 30 minute commute from college. Um, So I graduated college on a Sunday and I started working as an editorial and production assistant at Richmond Magazine on Monday. And I worked there for a couple of years um, and I loved Richmond. So I decided to stay here because I thought it was a cool city. I'd never been here before until I went to school. And I liked that it was close enough to my family, but not too close. All right. So earlier when we were talking, you said that you went out to a farm in Missouri. Do you feel any emotional connection to that place or any other places? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel emotionally connected to the farm, which is in Glasgow, Missouri. And it was started in the 1800s by my mother's family, my mother's father's family. Um, And I feel very emotionally connected to it first because of the stories that I always heard stories I heard growing up were about my mother and her brother Mm -hmm. and all her cousins spending their summers on the farm um, and about the animals and the people that were there. And then I started going there as a child and I started making my own memories. Um, And it's this beautiful historic farm that has a great depth of history. Um, It was a, was a hospital when there was a civil war battle fought nearby um and there we have lots of old books and letters and clothes so it's very easy to imagine um all of my ancestors that lived there before i did Um, and as an adult it's become even more special to me 
because I've gotten to take my own children there and they can go down in the cellar and look at the same old letters and clothes that I looked at and they can ride horses in the same fields and see the kittens in the same barn um, that I did as a child. So that's really special. Do you feel a connection to any other places that you've been or traveled to? Hmm. Not as specifically as the farm, but I do feel very connected to um, Southeast Asia Mm -hmm. for similar reasons as the farm in that I grew up hearing stories about life in Southeast Asia from my father, um, who spent a lot of time there in his younger life and as a younger adult, and from my mother, who was there um, when they were newly married, and uh, it's where I was born. So I was always surrounded by sort of the music and the culture and photographs and stories about times in Southeast Asia. And then when I was in college, I had the opportunity um, to spend some time in Vietnam, which is not exactly where my family spent time, but it's close, um, in the Philippines. And that sort of went full circle for me. Um, And I still feel really connected to Southeast Asia and I would like to get back there someday and get you guys there. All right. Okay, so that was the end of me interviewing my mom, and now let's move on to my grandpa. We're going to ask him some questions about his life as a kid, throughout as an adult in the military, and what his parents' life was like. All right, so how was your life as a child? How was my life as a child? Well, that's a broad question. Um, well, busy. I traveled a lot. Saw a lot of things, did a lot of things. Uh, but I, well, I, and I started young. Uh, I started, uh, first time I remember traveling was in the first grade when we went from California to Germany. Yeah. All right. Uh, so how was school for you as a kid? Did your family, like, believe, sorry, in a strong education? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, neither one of my parents were college graduates, okay? And so they were very insistent that my sister and I get a college education. And uh, they saw a college education primarily as a way to get a good job, okay? And uh, so even when I was a little kid, they always wanted me to, you know, you're going to college. So education was very important to them. But I was told by my father, I never, I better never let you catch you taking a basket weaving course. (laughs) All right. So what did your parents do as a job or did they have any fun hobbies? Did they have any fun what? Hobbies. Um, No. As a job, my dad was an army officer. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why we did a lot of traveling. And he actually was in three wars. He was in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Wow. Um, like I said, we did a lot of traveling. Mom uh, did. She worked off and on with banks. Mm-hmm. 
as a teller, as an escrow officer, things like that. Uh, not constantly, because she spent a lot of time at home, you know, just like your mom does. Mm-hmm. Um, hobbies, my parents' hobbies. Mother has no hobbies. Uh, father didn't have hobbies per se until his later later in his life, but he was very big on sports and athletics. Mm-hmm. He played basketball and he played baseball, uh, and that and those are the things he really loved. He did a little bit of golf, but not too much. And that was about as close as I'd say to hobby in his early and middle life. Towards the end, after he retired from the army, he took up painting. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, continue. Go go ahead. (laughs) All right. So after you got out of college, what did you decide to do? Well, it wasn't so much a matter of a decision. Uh, You know, we had something called the draft then. (laughs) And I had a date with Uncle Sam. (laughs) <laughs> so I knew I was going into the army. Besides, when I was in college, I took ROTC. Uh, and that's the Reserve Officer Training Corps. And every, you know, for all the time you're in college, you're in ROTC. And you do classes twice a week and drill. It was on Thursday mornings. You march around the field and everything like that. Uh, and that way, you knew you were going into the military because if you... You know, if you didn't join, you would be drafted. And so uh, if you took ROTC, you went in as an officer rather than an enlisted man. All right. Which much better, always, yeah. Um, and, and that's basically, okay, what was, what was the rest of the question? Oh, that was it, just what you did after college? What did I do after college? I, I went into the <laughs> Army. How long were you in the Army? Uh, about three and a half years. Wow. So yeah. how has being in the military affected your life or how has that changed you at all? Well, uh, first off being what was called a military brat, in other words, the child of a military family, that was an influence from the, from the beginning, you know, I wouldn't have done all the traveling if it hadn't been for, you know, dad being in the military. Um, when I got in the military, we went to Thailand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when, uh, when I left the military, I, I joined a military organization as a civilian and I did a lot more traveling there too. So basically, uh, until I retired in 2002, uh, the military has been a very major significant force mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, big on me. All right. So do you feel, you said that you moved around a lot as a kid and in the military, Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have any personal connections to places that you've been? Uh, yeah, you know, when, when you look back in retrospect, you do, okay? Uh, at the time, there were periods we were moving around so fast that you really didn't have time to think much. You just did mm-hmm. it. For example, uh, Dad was going through flight training to learn to become a pilot. And to do that, he had to, he had three, we had to move three times in about nine months. So it was, wow. it was very hard. We, we start off in, uh, oh, where we start off? Uh, and we start off in Texas and we went to Alabama. Then we went to St. Louis, you know, and those, those were the, the most hectic times. Yeah. But we lived all over the place, you know, and it's very typical of a military family. So that, that had a big impact too. 
What about any of the places that you've been during your military experience? Did you feel attached to any of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, Uncle Sam sent me back to Thailand. Uh-huh. You know, I went to high school in Thailand. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I love Thailand. Uh, it, being, being a teenager in Bangkok, a teenage boy in Bangkok <laughs> was great. Okay. Um, but I love the Thai people. I love their culture. I love their history. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, when I got back in the military and I said, Hey, how'd you like to go to Thailand? They said, can you speak any Thai? I said, yeah, a little bit. It's good. You're going to Thailand. Great. (laughs) All right. That was my podcast with me interviewing my mom and grandpa. Thank you for listening. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.